Hey, this is this is hey hey. I just uh, I just want to let you guys know if you're hearing this message, it's because I'm out of town or I had a some sort of uh, computer meltdown or I'm on vacation, so I didn't have a chance to do any housekeeping. I mention any say any thank yous or anything, but I still have an episode for you because I know you rely on me, and I try not to let you down. Or if you're hearing this and there's no episode and there's just my voice, it's going to end soon. And I'm sorry. So I'm sorry if I uh, haven't said a thank you or returned your email or your tweet or whatever, but I'm either out of town or, you know, I didn't pay my internet bill or, you know, something, so my computer happened. If it was something, an emergency, of course, I would let you guys know to bail me out. So that's not it. So thanks so much for listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Hey, good evening. Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, snuggle up, and press play. The podcast is going to create a safe place where any racing thoughts or worries or whatever keeps you awake at night, you'll be distracted from that and slowly carried off into dreamland. And that's the goal of the podcast. And that's all the podcast is. It's a podcast to help you fall asleep. And it's got one secret ingredient, and that's progressive boredom, I guess, is what I'd say. We're a little bit silly and a little bit odd, but mainly our stories get a little bit more and more boring as they go along. And that's how you drift off into dreamland. If this is your first time here, welcome. Just give it a shot. See if it works for you. See if it doesn't. You can find us on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. If you have any feedback, you can email us, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can find me on Twitter. I post news stories there, or you can send me some feedback at Dearest Scooter. If you have time to subscribe in iTunes or leave us a review, that'd be great. And if this podcast works for you, tell a friend or a neighbor, coworker, whatever. Well, maybe not coworker. They might think this podcast, well... Yeah, if you like the podcast and it works for you, well, let somebody else know. And thanks so much for listening. All right, folks, uh, I got a we got a new segment, another new segment, and this one, uh, whew, I don't know quite how to set it up. I uh, this is kind of like I guess we'd call it nature talks back, and I have a uh, person from nature or a how do you okay. Yeah, I have. It's kind of like an interview. I'm going to turn. Well, not an interview. I'm going to turn the mic over to somebody, and they want to set the record straight. So it's nature talks back. The first episode of nature talks back. Hey, folks, how you doing? I'm Bernie the butterfly over here, and uh, I'm uh, I'm here to clear up some uh, misconceptions about butterflies. I know a lot of you folks have got a bunch of nonsense. Hey, you talk about butterflies, you humans, you think you know all, you know everything. Like, why do I got an accent? Because if I didn't, it's I'm a, I'm a smart butterfly over here, and I know this will help me uh, identify with use. So uh, I got an accent. So that's question one, you idiots. Barney the Butterfly here. I'm not here to answer questions anyway. I'm here to clear things up. Uh, about butterflies, the life cycle of butterflies. Everyone, oh, it's so wonderful you be a butterfly. Oh, the butterflies are so pretty. It's garbage, and you know it's garbage. So, okay, 
The first thing before we even get into the real butterfly stuff is this LeVar Burton character. LeVar Burton, or whoever the hell you are, you can kiss my ass, TK421, or whatever robot you're playing on the TV tube. All right? Okay, you got this show, Reading Rainbow, right? And you, why, why are you picking on us, okay? Butterflies in the skies. I could go twice as high. Okay, first off, you can't. Now, I don't know if Mr. Burton had his uh, professors of uh, reading on the case when they wrote that song for him, but just so you know, uh, my, my, my good friends, the monarch butterflies, they could fly 11,000 feet around that. They could go up even higher. Now, I don't know anybody that's doing that kind of flying at 11,000 feet. Unless you're in one of your damn airplanes, then you're probably killing butterflies. And uh, if you were imagining it, what, what are you going to imagine you're going to be? You could imagine you're a butterfly. Why would you want to fly higher? You're going to be some kind of predator eating butterflies, Burton? Huh? Why? 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 You, leave us alone. You should have just left us out of the friggin' song of sparrows in the skies. I could fly twice as high. Or something like that. Why you got to put us in your song? I mean... Do you, oh, I'm not even going to get into all the other stuff because I'm just dealing with LeVar Burton and a reading. And, and second of all, parents, if you're friggin' listening over here. Now, I know this show went out of business, but he's got some application on the phones. So I just want to set the record straight here. Nature talks back. Boom, I'm talking back to you. And that's why I got this accent because you know I'm serious. I'm not here to, to, to dance about. Okay, Burton, listen up. Parents. Listen to what this guy's telling your kids, all right? You can see him butterfly in the sky. I can try to size this high. I think it's like, take a look. Let me see, let me look here. Yeah, take a look. It's in a book, A Reading Rainbow. Okay, they, they, A Reading Rainbow. Okay, is it Reading Rainbow? What does that even mean, you know? Is it like at the end of the rainbow or in the middle of the rainbow? Over the rainbow or under the rainbow? Is it a pot of gold? Then just tell us. Reading's friggin' gold. All right. I can go anywhere. Okay, well, let me see. I got to... See, Burton, you got me all mad over here. Take a look. It's in a book. It's reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. All right. Okay, let me just finish it out here. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Okay, Burton. None of the you don't talk about any of the dangers of reading here, do you? Like social ineptitudes or uh, yeah, friends to know. I mean, maybe you could. I mean, yeah, ways to grow. Okay, can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book. All right. Well, okay, you got me on most of that. But let me ask you this, Burton. Did you ever ask a butterfly if you wanted to read? And I'm not talking about when you're puppets. Talking about an honest-to-goodness butterfly. And, oh, I'm sure, oh, I'm LeVar Burton. I'm just so nice. I play. I'm helping. I'm helping everybody. Did you ever go in a garden and just sit there and read for the benefit of the butterflies? Because I suggest, my friend, if you're making amends about any of the stuff that's been going on with your reading rainbowing or your science fictioning where you were TK421 or whatever cyber-optic nerve-ending you were, that you need to fix things with us butterflies. 
All right, point one, LeVar Burton, I set you back in your place. Now, folks, okay, let, let me put down my uh, my my notes about LeVar, LeVar Burton over here, and I'll be right back, all right? And I want to thank the young man. No, I don't want to thank him. About time somebody let the let the butterfly community speak for their mind, and I do speak for the entire butterfly community. Don't let any naysayers come on here. Oh, no, we're just trying to make, you know, we're not going to give you humans another inch. And you're lucky we don't, butterflies don't strike back. I'm just talking back, okay? Okay, folks, calm it down. All right, all right, point two here. Who the hell started arming these kids with these butterfly nets, okay? What, I know some of you is, you might be parents, you might be uncles, you might be aunts, you might be cousins. What the hell are you doing? Do you do this to any other animals? You give your kids a weapon and you say, go catch them. All right? Do you say, go catch some bees? No, because bees can fight back. Huh? Yeah, right. You're just picking on us because we're fragile. And more fragile, you give that kid. You, you, you let a kid uh, clear the table with that net, your butterfly net over there? If you wouldn't let your kid clear the table with it, or use it with his goldfish or his uh, rat or whatever the heck they got in those cages in there, the friggin' uh, guinea pigs and the gerbils. Believe me, I know what's going on in that house. And you're not going to say, oh, you know, go get your... Maybe you are. I mean, I've seen... Maybe some of you do got those nets for the fishes. The water slows that stuff down. You got these kids running around with these butterfly nets. Bam! You, You don't think a butterfly can get a concussion? And we got... You know, we're delicate. Well, on one hand, you're like, oh, the butterflies are so beautiful and fragile and a symbol of all our crap. And then you got the kid, you freaking, hey, Johnny, I was at the 99 cent store. They're getting rid of butterfly nets here. You and your friends go catch us some butterflies. Freaking, you're torturers and it's wrong. So think about it. I mean, what the frig? I mean, you people, you just say, uh, uh, I mean, can you just think it through for five seconds, one second over here? I mean, what if there was some do? I mean, when I, maybe I was trying to appeal to you, because I can't appeal to your good nature because you people are monsters. Or maybe your self-interest, but, I mean, you're wiping out the entire planet anyway, so what am I going to do over here? You, uh, uh, how would you feel if somebody was running around catching you with stuff, because your bodies ain't that much different than ours as far as, like, if a net with the mass, you know, if we were to do some, if we got Stephen Hawking's in here and he did some calculations to make a net to catch peoples, that was the same as a butterfly net. But let me, I tried to swing and miss and hit you in your spine, your spine or your heads. He wouldn't be laughing. He wouldn't be saying, oh, look at Johnny. Oh, he's catching. Oh, he's, he's running after the and frig. You suddenly turn your back. You know whose wings are getting plucked off. You, you know, you, you ever heard of male angst or whatever you people call it? Your, your kids are angry. The boys they're doing that. They got girls. You get put. put I'm gonna. I'm gonna make. Put, put some makeup on the butterfly, and then I'm gonna make some butterflies stew for my daddy. Daddy, look, I stewed up some butterflies for you. Okay, it was a lose lose situation. So. We prefer if you just keep your kids the hell away from us, people. All right? And no more butterfly nets. I, I mean, do you really need to catch us? I, I, I can't. Oh, God. 
these you know, humans with the hypocriticisms. You got a, wow, I'm charged up. I, I know the guy, hold, hold on, the guy's yelling at me. They're supposed to put him to sleep. Or they put these animals to sleep. They they should put them to sleep. They, I'm, I'm talking to them about you. Yeah, they should put all of you to sleep because you're monsters. Oh, help them fall asleep for good, right? Like the dead, you're saying, right? Like in the movies, put them to sleep. The criminals. No, help them fall asleep like a, like I'm friggin' uh, Lobo Peep sitting on the side of their bed telling them a bedside. You're crazy. You're crazy with that talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm facing, not facing the mic because I'm talking to you, you idiot. Oh, sorry, I should take some breaths into hope. Sure. Okay, oh, I'll just move on. How about that? How about that, you? Yeah. Okay, so this guy with the podcast here, he's, uh, he's saying I'm too charged up. And that the people are listening, you want me to help you friggin' fall asleep? So uh, he said, if I could speak metaphorically, which I thought I was doing with the thing, talking about Stephen Hawking and catching you using nets. So I'm going to try to dial it down here. Now, uh, and they, they, you know, you, you people, you think, oh, he, I don't know why he thought I'd come in here all calm, like, oh, good afternoon, I'm Professor Rob Butterfly. I speak for the butterfly community. And we just want to clear a couple things up here with you uh, lovely human beings we share this planet with. I've been pleased to be uh, a part of this TED Talk on butterflies and human symbioticism. Now, now you peoples, you don't really rely on us and we don't rely on you. So we just, uh, here at the uh, butterfly community, we're happy to be a symbol of uh, peace and justice and all that. And... Uh, uh, but uh, if you could uh, stay out of our affairs, we'd highly appreciate it. And my name is Wussy P. Wussenstein for the friggin' butterfly. Okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm as calm as I can be. So, yeah, uh, what was my point? Keep uh, butterfly nets out of kids. You won't, I mean, I know, believe me, I see the news. I fly by windows and stuff. Uh, you know, folks, maybe I'll make this up here. Maybe I could give you a heart. You know, most of us we don't we don't live very long. Top tops two years, two years. Some of us only a week. You're gonna make a one week on Earth awful, and then how do you think it's gonna affect the next? It might mess up our butterflies' geneticisms. With the what if uh, I'm stressed out, and then my uh, passing on the genes makes my kids uh, they have like a a lesser pattern on the wings. They can't either procreate, or you know a cat eats. Oh, you got those cats too. Oh. I forgot even, I didn't even write that down in my bullet points. The cats with the chasing and the eating and the hitting with the claws. I know I'm, I'm heaping on you human beings. And I, Okay, this has been a, a history of how long you people been on this earth over here? You know, 4,000 years or some such. Why Why you got to be such idiots? I mean... You adopt a creature and you domesticate it. A dog, that's fine. It just, it'll look at us. A couple dogs that try to get us, but they ain't the, you know, the dogs. But these cats, they got no respect for you people. You you know, when you're not around, we're laughing at you. You got these animals. The cat, the cat could care less about it. It'll push you in front of a car to save itself if it wasn't so nimble. And they can catch us and they claw us. You know how I know a lot of you's been 
clawed by a cat. Why would you like to be clawed by a lion? Huh? And your back of your leg is something that used to move around. Huh? And then you don't got a doctor's office because you're a butterfly and we don't have doctors. Because we got all this stuff to do. Our life cycle's packed. I don't got time to stuff. I'm not going to decide what I want to be when I grow up. No, I'm a friggin' butterfly. I do butterfly stuff. And we'll get to that in the life cycle thing. So that's point two is uh, keep the butterfly. I mean, come on. is that, uh, Come on. Point two, come on. And with the butterfly nets. Jeez. Next point. Okay, folks. Uh, point three, I'm a little common now. I took a little break. Uh, you guys might not know that, uh, you know, we get by on uh, mostly nectar. So I can get quite charged up, but I'm... I'm at the tail end of my nectar over here. So point three is a butterfly effect. Holy moly. Again, you'd think LeVar Le Le Burton thought up this one too. Why you got to pick, pick on us, all right? He said, oh, uh, uh, a butterfly flaps its wings over here. Hurricane over here killing everybody. Uh, yeah, malarkey, you know, chaos theory and all that. Now, I'm sure there's some mathematical models that back up this theory on some level or that defeat it on some level. But let, let's use this butterfly effect. I, let me let me try to help you people, okay, because you, you're very disturbed, okay? Uh, the butterfly effect reveals two, two of your biggest problems and why your people are shooting each other. You got people eating people sometimes. I seen you have a new drug. Maybe this was a couple of years ago where... You do a drug and then you eat a human. Who's going to do that drug, okay? What's wrong with you? I mean, what do you... Oh, buddy, I got this new, 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 new crazy stuff. It makes you so crazy you want to eat a guy. It's great. Let's do it. Oh, man, give me a double snort, man. What what, what the hell? Okay, so the, the butterfly effect, you come up with this. Of course, you got to throw our name on it. Why? Here's a theory. You pick somebody nice and pretty. And you throw them under the bus. That's what you got on your your gossip news. You guys love it. So you pick us. Oh, you butterfly. Uh, you guys got a whole love thing, hate thing going. That's unbelievable. Oh, you love the butterflies. But the first thing you can do, blame us for weather changes and patterns. I'm surprised your politicians ain't extincted us on a basis of a climate changing. But you're too busy uh trying to decide if it's changing or not. Uh, note from the front lines, it is, idiots. Whew, okay, hold on, the guy wants me. Well, yeah, that, that, that's because they're your fans, buddy. Not, I don't need them. Everybody's a butterfly fan when it's uh, easy for them. You're afraid people are going to stop listening to your podcast because they're insulted. Well, yeah, I'm not insulted. This is the truth over here, so I'm just speaking it. Okay, I'll try. I'm trying. All right, buddy. Okay, so you said, you know, be nicer because you people, does you don't even pay money for this. Uh, so why why do I got to be nice? I'm going to talk quieter and be mean as well, my dog over here. So the butterfly effect shows two things, major flaws with the humans. Flaw one, you guys like pay the pass the buck thing. You like to uh, pass the buck. Oh, somebody else's fault. Hurricane kills everybody. Uh, it's a butterfly's fall over and somewhere else where we don't have any control over it. Uh, here's, here's a newsflash. Don't live by the friggin' beach. What? You invent this air conditioning so you think you can live wherever the hell you want. 
You live where there's hurricanes, you're going to get hurricaned. You uh, heat up the atmosphere and melt all the ice cubes, you're going to get more water on you. Okay? Become a friggin' mermaid or move to somewhere. I don't friggin' know. But yeah, pass a buck, you're just looking to play the old blame game. So that's Butterfly Effect 1. Oh, yeah, this is why I get kind of nice. I'm going to try to help you old folks out here. It's like uh, Butterfly Effect Flaw 2. Your ego, man. You guys think it's all about you. Oh, the whole weather. We got to find a solution to why the weather. Why is there hurricanes? Why did it Why did it damage my brand new fancy friggin' house with all the stupid friggin' uh, homo figurines that I collect because I'm an idiot? Uh, it's not about you is the thing, you know. We're all in this whole mess, technically, together. I mean, I guess that's maybe that's why I should be nice. Because I'm a butterfly, I'm just trying to make my time on Earth here make more butterflies. That's what I do. Uh, that's not, no, I'm not a freaking butterfly Einstein or anything. And then everybody, you know, we had this meeting. And they said, hey, who wants to go? Uh, what, what is that? And they call me crazy, uh, crazy Bernie. Some like butterflies because I'm such a hothead. And I said, you're crazy, but, you know, they gave me maybe drink a ton of, ton of juice, juice, fruit juice. And they had some stuff in there. I don't know. So maybe it did make me crazy. But you guys are always like trying to, you know, everything's supposed to be in your control. Everything has to have a reason. It's got to be linked to you and it's got to be about you. Give yourself a break. You're not in charge of everything. We're all just trying to get by. You are, too. You're doing your best, probably, even though you're an idiot. So, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, you lose your humble figurines. You either buy some more or you look at some pictures of them. How you got, why you always got to got stuff anyway? If you like the humble figurines, there's, you're never going to have all of them. That's what I never get about you people. I fly by a lot of garage sales. Sooner or later, that stuff for your kids, you're going to get old, you're going to die. Your kids are going to sell that crap for like 50 cents. But so that's the whole butterfly effect thing is that relax, okay? It's uh, not about you. Stuff happens. Sometimes it's bad, yeah. I mean, believe me, you know, you see enough butterflies slain when they're just butterflying around. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So that's point three is uh, butterfly effect. It's just you guys making a deal about stuff and... Sure, you got your math stuff so you didn't figure out a way to frame us. It's bullshit. All right? So, relax. Why don't you spend some more time? If you only lived the life of a butterfly, would would you change how you do things? Huh? And you might say, Bernie, you're, not, you're a jerk, you know? You want me to take advice from a butterfly with a bad attitude? And you're probably right, you know? I mean, can you imagine what it does to your heart? And this is going to get into point four, the last point. Oh, it's going to be the longest, so bad news. But you can imagine what it's like when you only drink sugar water all day long. You think that's a pleasant way to live? It's not. <sighs> See, I'm trying to even breathe to calm down because this guy's pounding on the door. You can't hear it. I locked him out. <laughs> yeah, think butterflies. You know, and we can't lock doors where well, we can. So there, podcast guy. So, yeah, point three is uh, if, you, if we could take anything from this, you know, folks, just calm down, all right? That's not a, you don't got to make a, you know, there's no one out to get you, okay? 
No one's going to punish you. You're going to punish yourself by making reasons that you're, you're not a bad person. You're doing the best you can. And I know Bernie's coming after you pretty hard. Guns are blazing. If I had but, if butterfly head guns, you folks would be in big trouble. Well, probably not because we couldn't carry very good guns. But you know what I mean. Okay? So take it easy. You know, let's take a breath together. <sighs> be lucky you don't just eat uh, sugar water all the time. Well, I know a lot of you drink a lot of sugar water. But yeah, so uh, butterfly effect disproven-ish. All right. All right, what's well, so, so I'm going to move on. Okay, folks, the last thing I want to talk about here is uh, butterfly, the life of the butterfly. And, you know, the whole butterfly life cycle. Because you people, you like to romanticize it. And you use a butterfly. I know we're all sorts of symbolism, both bad and good. Mostly good you use us for. You think if you use us for so much art and so much talk and your businesses as a butterfly house painting. Butterfly hair braiding, butterfly photography, butterfly sex positions, okay? Butterfly, uh, butterfly steak, you know? You got a lot of butterflying going on. But you guys don't know what it's really like to be a butterfly. And that's the main reason I'm here is uh, to talk about that, not to yell at you folks. I mean, I came in here. Because, uh, you know, that LeVar Barton, I'm sure, again, he's a nice guy. He's got that eye problem. And uh, I'm not sure, is that real? Is he not to honest, honest God's questions? But uh, so, yeah, I wasn't here to punish you folks, or, you know, get all mad. But I got a little reading rainbow under my skin and I went crazy. But So the butterfly life cycle. So we're going to talk about it. I'm going to talk you through it because that's... Not as great as you, you people seem to think it is, and you use it for uh, all sorts of things, you know. So okay, so we start out right where uh, we get, you know, the set, and the, it, and we're an egg when we start out. All right. Now yeah, I'm not a butterfly uh, intellectual, so I got to look at my notes here. But so they stick us underneath a plant. Now we're stuck in there. Now you people, you you get it. You got you got it pretty good when you're. Uh, when you're uh, gestating or whatever you want to call it, you're inside a nice warm sack. You got the food coming in. You got your mother's heartbeat. Ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, whatever it goes. I, I, I heard I, I fly by this once baby's window, and it's interesting. It sounds they had the butterflies, another butterfly, the mother's heartbeat on the videotape or the audio tape or whatever you call it. And it sounded like that, but like with a like a fuzz too. I think that's what it sounds like to the baby. You might not remember that. Maybe maybe you're doing. You're relaxing now. But so uh, you guys are in that nice warm fluid, just floating around. Your mother's talking to you. Maybe maybe not. Maybe your mother's not so hot. But maybe your mother's a. Maybe your mother's not a hit or whatever. But you, you know, you're in there. Me. Bernie the butterfly, I'm on the bottom of a plant and a friggin', friggin' thing. It's got some hot outsides. And anybody who wants to come along, pluck me off and eat me, they can do, do as they please. You know, my ma, she might try to hide me. But ain't nobody looking out for Bernie the butterfly. And let's say winter comes. You know, they're going to crack me out early? No, nah, they're going to let me freeze all winter in there. Eh? You might say, 
when does a butterfly become a larvae or whatever, you know, whatever the chicken egg whole thing of a jig. I don't know, but I tell you, being stuck in an egg stinks. And they say, you know, that this is, uh, you know, you, you people, you talk about trauma, trauma a lot. Think about how traumatic it is to be in an egg. You know, they say when you come out of your womb, it's very traumatic on you. And I can imagine this. You're in there living living the life of Brian, whatever that means. And you're just moving around and, and stuff. And then you get out and there's like, it's terrifying. It's terrifying out there. But for us, we're already out there, even though we're in there. We're, we're trapped, you know. And what, what, you, you, Can you imagine the trauma of poor little Bernie the butterfly? You might want, no wonder why I'm so angry. What if you're hidden and then there's people walking by like ants or, uh, you know, different insects that eat us like manises and and aphids or whatever's, and, the, and then the, they're walking below you. And oh, dear goodness, are they going to see me and eat me or what? You got to work. It's very traumatic, okay? So that's what being an egg for a butterfly stinks. Okay, so then we become a caterpillar. You know, we launch out the egg, larvae, caterpillar, whatever. What do we do all the time? Eat nonstop. You just eat and you eat and you eat. A lot of times you got to eat poison. Instinctually, you know what to eat that's poisonous so that you don't get eaten by a freaking bird or some, you know, other thing that eats in caterpillars. And uh, you know what it, you think, oh, yeah, the butterflies, the larva, the caterpillar is so smart. It's eat, eating poison. It's adaptation. It's beautiful. It's a circle of life. Nah, you got to eat poison all day. You think it, you, it's called being tough. It feels terrible. You, 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 you're, you're racked with pain and you're sick. And you're eating this poison, but you're you're really you know we're high strung, so we're like oh goodness I just keep keep I keep eating this poison, keep eating this poison, and uh, oh I feel terrible, but it's keep me safe, keep me safe. I keep eating the poison, more poison, and uh, so it's kind of like a neurosis. You you use people who call yeah, just if uh, here's what here's the uh, mathematical formula: poison plus eating it equals safety, no matter what the pain. Or the misery you're going through, which is a whole hell of a lot, I'll tell you. Sir. And believe me, Bert, I was eating twice as much poison as all my uh, compatriots. So you give me a, a stalk of freaking poison uh, holly or whatever the hell that crap is, I chop it down. I ain't going to be launched for no sparrow, you know. Or the sparrow's kids carry me off in a beak, waving me around, and then drop me in one of your kids' gullets. Heck no. Not burning a butterfly. So... That's one downside of being a caterpillar. You know, you got to eat a lot. You got to eat poison. Second, second, second thing is that it, it's things called instars. Now, humans, I, I have heard you. Uh, I've heard you around complain about growing pains, especially you kids. But sometimes adults complain, or you get the restless leg thing. Uh, kids, you know, you all oh, my legs hurt. I got some growing pains. Okay, when when a when a when a caterpillar like myself, formerly a caterpillar, when we get to a certain point, our skin just cracks right off our friggin' body splits. It's still on us. You imagine what that feels like over here? Splitting skin. It's terrible. The pain is like uh awful. You people I hear you in the house, oh I got a paper girl, I burned my finger. Well yeah, a whole skin. Skin split in half from head to toe, and then it just dries up and falls off. 
Just, just, just imagine that. Okay, it's not. It's horrible. It's horrible being a butterfly. Let me tell you, or a caterpillar. And that happens. And we don't. You forget because, you know, Bernie. I get hit by lightning. That's why another reason that the people pick me to talk because something happened to my brain. And uh, mammalianized it, mammalianized it, or some some such thing. Or maybe somebody they said some soul lost souls inside me or something. I don't know. But uh, so we forget, and then all of a sudden your skin splits again. You're like, oh, I forgot. But it's it's wired into you. And you're like, I remember this awful pain when I stop. So that's the other thing. Instars growth, growth is pain. And then you're, oh, growth is painful. Oh, it's uh, another lesson. One day you'll be a beautiful butterfly. Yeah, great, thanks. Tell it to me when my skin's splitting open. Okay, and then you, you people love that we're a winged creature, right? Now just imagine after the skin splitting, you think you got a handle on that or you forgot about it. Next thing you know, your freaking back starts hurting. You got these freaking back starts and you got these wings pushing through, these wing discs, which are butt wing buds. I don't freaking know. And you got this pain in your back. Oh, it hurts nonstop. It's terrible. So you got, you know, your skin splitting, your wings are pushing through your epidermis, like straight through your skin. You, you people have any of that? You have anything grow and push a hole through your skin? No. You'd need a friggin', oh, yeah, can you give me some aspirin for that? Yeah. And the butterflies don't got no aspirin or just eat more poison. That's all you're doing. Then your stomach is so bad. Huh? So, you know, you got that. Now... If all that wasn't bad enough, and the whole stress of just being a caterpillar, what if, uh, yeah, worry? What if somebody is not allergic to this poison is gonna come kill me, or one of you people catch me? You know, stressful enough. Then all of a sudden, after all that, your brain goes crazy. Then you're just eating and eating and eating and eating, surviving, surviving. Then all of a sudden, your brain sort circuits and it's like you're zombified, and you're just kind of like, oh, but like I. I think I've seen a couple of you come home and I drunk, and that looks fun. This is not fun. So it's like being drunk without the fun. You're wandering around, and I'm running into stuff, just barely missing, falling off and breaking breaking myself or getting eaten. You're just wandering around, nothing, no idea what's going on. Terrified, but you don't know why. And you're just wandering around lost. You're lost, folks. And you got no hope because you don't know what the heck's going to happen next, okay? So you're going through all this pain and all these changes, and every change hurts. And then you're lost, and you're alone. And I, I guess I kind of see why you people use us for your metaphors. But So, yeah, you're just wandering around, and that's pretty terrible, okay? You don't even know why you're lost. You don't even know where you're going. And then it's time, folks. The next thing you know, time to form a chrysalis. It's like you're wandering around. The next thing you know, you're hanging upside down and you're surrounded by goop. So it's time you uh, you hang yourself up upside down with some stuff and your skin comes off. One Now the guy told me, he just, he made me pause it over here and he said, you know, go easy on this stuff. Because he already knows, you know, you get trapped in. Now, let me tell you what happens when you're inside this chrysalis because you're like, oh, wait for the butterfly to emerge. It's, a, it's going through the process of becoming. Now, first of all, why, why, why are people always saying butterflies are beautiful, caterpillars? Eh. You know, caterpillars were pretty nice to look at, okay? So just one thing, you know, you, you know, 
and you guys are all this is another human thing i guess folks slow it down if you're a caterpillar just enjoy being a caterpillar for now you ain't gonna always be one but you might as well say hey i'm not so bad looking as a caterpillar as i am right now and my skin's about to sleep you know split open all good god but you know enjoy it because then you can be a butterfly you're alive for a couple days boom you're dead and a good side, good another good thing about being a caterpillar is you get to eat a lot. Sometimes it's poison, but sometimes it's not. So, so you go on this chrysalis, and uh, the guy told me the podcast guy said take it easy, right? So I'm gonna try to figure out how to say this, but basically, you know, all this stuff's happening. The growth, everything else, got to get broken down. Now, you if you, if you got half a brain in your head, and you looked at a caterpillar. If you look at a caterpillar and then you look at them, you know, how, how in the heck, you know, was uh, that they're even related? So, yeah, everything's got to get broken down and built back up at the same time. And we're alive when that's happening, folks. It's not like you go from being a human to being a aardvark or a aardvark to being a human. I mean, you just start out like a baby and then you keep getting bigger and bigger, 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 bigger. So it sucks, okay? It's not, you're trapped inside. You can see out there, so you can see you're supposed to be hidden. You're supposed to, you're hoping you're not going to get eaten again. Or are you friggin' humans? Oh, let me crack you open, and I'm a serial killer. I'm going to take you and put you in a human's mouth or whatever. Or, you know, whatever you people do for your kicks, you're sick. But yeah, so you just friggin' put us in there. Um, what was I saying? So you, being in the ink so hot, all right? It's like you're, uh, it's like you're, uh, getting melted down by acid is how it is. And then you got all sorts of weird stuff happening. It's all painful, terribly painful. And again, you can, if you can do anything, fold it into your metaphor, but make sure whatever the, the moral is at the end of your metaphor, be nice to friggin' insects, okay? Uh, but yeah, so then we go through a lot more pain and we're supposed to break out of there. And you say, oh, butterflies emerging over there. It's terrifying. Imagine if you had to get born twice, all right? Let me lay it on you. Because there is a little bit of a peaceful stage at the end of the chrysalis, like where you kind of, you're resting, you're in a bit of a zone. You've been wandering before you got there. You, 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 you become a fully formed, your, uh, your reproductive urges are getting stirred up, you know. That's not so bad, you know being stirred up in that ways. So, yeah, there's a little bit of a time there where you're at peace, and then you got to go back out. So imagine that you had to live your freaking life, and you had to go to your schools where you get bullied and such, and you're like, oh, God, I can't, can this get any worse? Because maybe that's what your skin growing. You're bullying and your your sadness and your heartache and your heartbreaks and your, your family problems. Maybe that's like you getting your skin broken, all right? But then imagine something... You know, this is kind of disgusting, so I'm not going to use any imagery, but, you know, a mother-type figure or a, uh, organic. Imagine you could make your own womb. Let's just say that. And you say, okay, I'm just going to re-womb myself here and uh, go in my locker, in my womb, my womb locker. I'm going to be nice and peaceful over here. And then there's somebody knock on the locker. Hey, it's time to come back out. Wait, to where? You want me to come back out where people are bullying me? And but me and my mom and my dad yelling at each other. And that girl keeps pulling my hair. And I fell for that guy. And then he's not talking to me and stuff like that. 
and I had my big wheel, and I crashed it, and then I got no teeth. Forget about it. And then next thing you know, you're, your locker and your womb just disappear, and next thing you know, you're out anyway. And then you're standing there, and keep going with this metaphor. You're buck naked in the middle of all that. You got all these predators, these animals around you that want to take you down, and you're totally vulnerable. And you're trying to flap your wings. You got to inflate your wings. You got to puff them up, loosen them out, you know, break them in, all that. And everybody, anything could go wrong at any minute. Yeah, so that that's that. Now, at the end of that, you're a beautiful butterfly, according to you people. Now, you ask the ladies Bernie the butterflies talk to. I'm not, you know, two out of ten might say I'm not bad. But so, yeah, then you become a butterfly. And now let me tell you, folks. Downsides of being a butterfly is you gotta you mostly eat liquids, you know, sugar water, and you need a lot of salt. So if you sugar water, you live somewhere where you sugar water your nectar, style, your plants they don't got a lot of salt. You gotta eat some salt. Somebody could land on a person, you could lick them. Mostly we get it from dung, though, you know, animal dung. It's a little gross, so not my first choice. Luckily, I live somewhere where there's a lot of salt water in the air, but it's, uh, so, and then, you know, you might have to migrate. That's like, for, for, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a migratory butterfly over here, and so then I have my sexual urges, or my reproductive urges, Then they're like, hey, well, hey, Bernie, by the way, uh, you know, that urge you got, uh, you know, come on, you got to fly, uh, eight billion miles, you know, about two, two, three thousand miles. And maybe somebody will mate with you, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And you might be fact-checking me. I don't know. Maybe I'm making some of this up. This is the collective woman. I'm here on the behalf of all the butterflies. Collective wisdom of the butterflies. So, yeah, I might not be uh, fact-checking. You might say, you know, butterfly. I'm a butterfly, my friend. My friend. But uh, so so those are the downside. You know, drink, eating, eating out of dung flapping around, getting eaten, you idiots trying to catch us, your cats, your predators. But you get to fly, folks. Now let me tell you, that's pretty sweet, okay? And uh, it's pretty relaxing for the most part, unless you got to worry about the uh, humans, the cats or the... Uh, but when there's no... When you feel... When I'm with a, a flock of the butterflies, I know I'm safe in that flock, Swarm, I think you call it a swarm. You got to put, of course, a flock of seagulls. The seagulls are terrible. We call them a flock. But we got to be a swarm. Thanks thanks for nothing, humans, again, doing the butterfly injustice. But, yeah, so uh, it's pretty nice flying, folks. And maybe that's why you guys do like using us for stuff because then, let's say you're the kid, you know, you got out of lock and womb. Everybody's making fun of you because you had a lack of womb, even though, and it sounds like stuff you would do. It's like, you know, make fun of the people for having a lack of womb, even though you just got out of your lack of womb two minutes ago. Then you're going to go make fun of somebody else for their lack of womb. But, yeah, then you're the kid getting made fun of. You just thought you were adjusted, then you changed. And I know you people go through your changes with your men and your women's. So, yeah, but then... There is probably is a point if you listen to this podcast over here. Right, guy? Well, hold on. See, I'm doing pretty good here. I'm taking it home. Don't worry. I got your podcast in good hands over here. You rat bastard humans. I'm going to take you home anyway. 
to a good, good spots. Because that's the only way we're going to work. Just go on the mic and shut up. Okay, you got it. So what was I saying, folks, is that, uh, yeah, you're, you're there. Everybody's picking on you again. But they don't know, man. Deep down, you were made to fly. Maybe it's made, made me made to fly by singing a song. I like I like listening to you people sing songs. Or maybe you were meant to, like, dance. I like seeing you. Well, I like the little kids when they dance. It's nice. It's nice. It's cute. Maybe you were made to play. Like the video games, not play them because that's really a waste of freaking time, let's be honest, but make them. You know, maybe you're meant to do something like, you know, help 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 people with the paper cuts. Maybe you're going to, maybe you help people patch up the paper cuts. Maybe you're going to invent some anti-paper cutting device. Maybe you're going to just sell the stuff that you put on the paper cuts. There's nothing wrong with that, folks. And you're going to have a lot of other stuff You just because you're, you're out of your locker womb. You puffed up your wings. There's always someone with a butterfly net waiting to catch you. But you can't let that keep you from flying. Because how the hell else are you going to procreate? All right? It's the truth of the matter. And I know you guys got bigger ambitions, so it's hard for me to nail down a reverse metaphor. Or maybe it, would that be a double reverse metaphor? Because it'd be like I'm trying to go back to the butterflies and be like, I mean, I think I can now tell them, hey, guys, uh, these humans, they got it pretty rough. Because you do, so I guess, now that I'm thinking about it. But so, because I guess, yeah, you guys don't, you got to live longer, which is a downside now that I'm seeing it. I was always jealous of yes, saying, oh, you get to live so long. Barney, you don't get to live so long. But now I see it's a road of trials, kind of like my flights to uh, Mexico. Well, I, yeah, you might be saying fact check, you know, whatever. I'm just talking here, butterfly to human. Yeah, so I know you got the tough, okay? And Bernie Butterfly here is telling you I got a tough too. And so yeah, we'll see eye to eye. Let's see. You promise not to give anyone ever again a butterfly net, and don't be collecting the butterflies, you know, or buying them. The guy said, oh, no, they were already dead when I got there. These guys selling the freaking pinned-up butterfly. Oh, the butterflies were dead when I got there. Bullshit, all right? The bullshit is just like, you know, I don't know, your, your version. So, uh, yeah, you guys got it pretty rough. I respect you. Okay, don't let him keep you down because we need, I mean, in your, yeah, I'm doing a double metaphor. We need... And I'm saying we as in I'm, I'm pretend I'm being a human here. It's called like empathy or compassion or something. I always get those two mixed up because I, I, I like watching. I land on this one lady's thing. She watches these shows with everybody's having these love affairs. And, and then she watches a show with these talking people and they talk about, you know, oh, so you need to have compassion for your wife, uh, the doctor, Phil. Dr. Oz, you got all these doctors, and then the doctors, the young, good-looking doctor show, which has got pretty girls, pretty guys, one for everybody. Oh, you need to have some compassion, some empathy, and then you need to uh, eat some green drink, okay? So, you got it's confusing, obviously. Um, but my point is, go ahead and still fly, all right? Don't, no one wants you to fly. That's the difference. When butterfly... We don't really care if somebody else flies or they don't. It's like, yeah, I'm just trying to get, you know, get mine. 
But you got people trying to keep you from flying that are the same peoples, you know, humans. I got sparrows to deal with. I know they're out to get me. So, yeah, it's going to be okay, though, I think. And you just got to keep trying, all right? So, uh, in closing, I think we've uh, done more to establish butterfly human relations here. And I'm glad you all listened. I hope I didn't disturb you. This guy was yelling at me and saying I was disturbing you and, and I'm too mean. But I'm really not mean. You know, I just got to express myself, you know. And, you know, butterfly in the sky, let's all fly. Places, I'd like to say let's all fly. Butterflies in the skies. We could all get so high. That's like one of you guys going to, you know, smoke your weed and sing that one. But butterfly in the sky, little human, please don't cry. Give the butterfly a look. Please don't put me inside a book. It's butterfly human rainbow. You can do anything. Your friends out there, make sure you put out some underwear. It's human butterfly rainbow. You do do. All right, folks. I got to get to the guy's telling me to shut up with the singing and stuff. He said I should have wrote a song first and then sang it. So that's it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Sorry I was uh, so judgmental. Okay? But that's another thing about us. We see a lot of stuff, so we're very judgmental. Because none of these other friggin' insects, they don't get it either. So, yeah. Burning butterfly ain't perfect. You are too. But it's not all your fault, and you're not all bad. All right, so keep trying. He's looking at you, Bernie the butterfly, flying out. And hopefully I'll be uh, having butterfly relations very soon with another butterfly. Thank you very much for the butterfly I'm having relations with ahead of time. Thank you for not calling me an ugly butterfly. Yeah, thank you. Good night.